Welcome back to the Die by the Sword podcast. Before we get into this week's episode, we do want to thank Ed and Gavin over at Midnight Syndicate for the use of their music in our show. You can check out their stuff at www.midnightsyndicate.com. We also want to thank Sword Coast Soundscapes for the use of the ambient sounds that he provides. You can check out his stuff at youtube.com slash swordcoastsoundscapes. Don't forget to check out our website as well at www.diebythesordpodcast.com where you can check out our cast bios, character sketches, our merch store, and more. As always, feel free to reach out to us at diebythesordpodcast at gmail.com and don't forget to leave a great review wherever you listen to us. All right, let's get into the episode. guys i have been watching a uh, well it's not new 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 but it's the new animaniacs okay oh, i love the original i love I the original know there was a new one there is it's yeah. pretty good i haven't seen the new one yet yeah it's it's really good it's very meta and it's it's very fun just like the old one um and it got me thinking i'm like man and they changed it up a little bit but the theme song still slaps <laughs> it does uh they did replace all the characters though except for pinky and the brain which i was kind of bummed about what yeah. you don't have dot anymore well they do I'm, well that's besides yeah. the main three pinky oh, okay, and the brain okay. is there and that's it yeah they didn't have slappy okay. the squirrel or any of the the, the the good the good feathers mm. um but yeah the theme song is still so so good and i was thinking about like man back in the day and maybe it's just I'm old, but it's in my bias is coming through. But that was like a golden age for awesome theme songs for cartoons. That's true. That's a classic. Yeah, there were a lot of good ones at the time because you had Animaniacs. You had DuckTales. Woo. <laughs> that that phrase is forever. Every time I hear someone say woohoo, that's exactly where it goes. Mm-hmm. Or right just saying DuckTales, duck which also was a good reboot. Oh, yeah, that one's yeah, pretty good, too. That, that one was good. My big one from that time period, though, was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Of course, oh, Turtle Power. Man, such a good one. <laughs> you know, they're making still good theme songs to this day. It just doesn't seem like it. But um, for the past few weeks, I've had Agatha all along stuck in my head. That's from <laughs> WandaVision, if you don't know. Yes, I love Agatha. She's She's cool. I like it. I've heard so many variations on it, so many cover- <laughs> covers. <laughs> well, I like the script of the uh, when they were doing the the whole scene. It was like the script was from the Munsters, and it was mm-hmm. like, yes, yeah, <laughs> which was also a great theme song. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. were you a Munsters or an Adams Family or both? Oh, I like both. They're, they're totally different. I mean, Adams Family was just too too cool. I mean. <laughs> I, I think theme song wise I'm more Adam's family but watching the show I'm more Munsters but I like both I think I'm with you on that I like both of them but I lean towards watching the Munsters more but the Adam's family that theme song is the best right I so wanted a spot in my basement <laughs> <laughs> no my favorite uh, 
uh, or a cartoon as a kid was Scooby-Doo or Johnny Quest. Ooh, mm. Scooby-Doo is a good one. Oh, Johnny Quest is a good theme song, too. Yes. It's just kind of like a golden age for a long time of great theme songs. Yeah, they don't do that so much anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I was saying, I mean, if, can you think of a modern theme song that can get stuck in your head? Do you watch one. TV? Which one? Unbreakable. Oh, there oh. you go. <laughs> Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Yes, that yep. was. That is a good one. And it, it did get stuck in my head for a very long time. But that's the only one that comes to mind right now. Uh, the I mean, how how modern are we going for modern? Because like the Big Bang Theory, their theme song would get stuck in my head, too. That's the one I was thinking of, too, was the Big Bang Theory song. I've never watched that show. Oh, you need to watch something. I mean, it doesn't you don't have to watch it in order. I mean, it's they're self-contained. They're awesome. <laughs> but they they do really well with doing playbacks to previous jokes earlier. So yes. they, they carry jokes through the entire series. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like how I met your mother with that. If they carry things through. Oh, yeah. Keith, what about you? Theme song wise. The one that sticks out to me is Darkwing Duck. Oh, <gasps> yes. Yeah. I, love, I, used to lo- I used to love that. That's love so Darkwing funny. Duck. You want to throw a couple of bars out? No, not really. But <laughs> I just thought I just thought it was so funny that he had Launchpad with him all the time. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that was God. That's so funny. Ah, remembering my childhood. When there's trouble, you'll call DW Darkwing Duck. <laughs> uh, also, another great one to me was back in the day was uh, Gummy Bears bouncing oh here God. and there oh and everywhere. <laughs> The whole Disney afternoon. Mm-hmm. Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers. Oh, Chip, Chip and Dale's Dale. fantastic. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> it wasn't cartoon, but I was also really big into Power Rangers as a kid. So the Power Rangers theme song. Mm, yeah. I'll give it to you on its catchiness. Yeah. Mm, go, 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 Inspector Gadget. Catch it. Man, Penny and the Brain really pulling that team all the way through every episode. Well, totally. also, there's Pink going back to it. There's Pinky and the Brain. That was a good theme song. Ooh, yeah. yeah. What so are you going to do tonight? <laughs> so that was one of the good things about Animaniacs. It had its own great theme song, but then it had its little smaller sketches throughout the show with their own mm-hmm. theme songs, too. Oh, yeah. Chicken Boo. That one gets... I sing that one a lot. Yeah. Yes. Not a man, you're Chicken Boo. <laughs> That one was so good. I like the they didn't have a song with the one skit with the kid that would uh, come up and tell a story like it was long and rambling. He's like, all right, I love you. Bye bye. <laughs> <Just walk out>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and also going back to your Disney thing, uh, Tailspin. That's another good uh, theme song. Mm-hmm. It is. You know what they should do? They should put out an album. Maybe afternoon, but all covers like they did for uh, uh, which that movie with the skeleton and Christmas. Night Before Christmas. Night Before, Night before Christmas. Christmas. When when everybody did uh, covers of of those songs. Mm-hmm. I mean, like Marilyn yeah. Manson singing "This Is Halloween." Yes. Um, <laughs> I wasn't going to mention it because I think he's canceled or something. I don't know. Oh yeah. Uh, they did do one for seventies shows, I think. Um, and like, I think the Toadies were on it, and Tripping Daisy was on it. 
and they did like Sigmund and Sea Monsters. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> I watched that a lot when I was a kid. Was that one of those trippy giant puppet ones? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Sid Croft. So, yeah, yeah. Sid, Sid yeah. Marty Croft. Yeah. Like the HR puff and stuff. Cause he's your friends when yes. things get rough. But, I mean, if we're talking, you know, just any TV theme show that gets stuck in your head, there's always like the stuff from like Gilligan's Island and the Brady Bunch. Before mm-hmm. my time. Oh, I still How watch that before your time. <laughs> you ain't that much younger than us. Everything you survives in reruns. <laughs> I never watched any of those shows ever. Didn't you have Nick at Night? Mm-mm. Nick at Night might have been different by the time he got old, got to be older. No, because he's the same age I am. Or actually, oh. he's actually a year older than me. That's that's true. But oh. no, I never I never watched any of those. <laughs> Not even on like local. Even local TV had reruns of the Munsters and Adams Family and Gilligan's Island. Well, that's that's what I was going to say too. Is y'all were talking about the Munsters, and I never watched that either. I did watch the Adams Family though, but I never watched the Munsters. Oh wow! So I don't even know what that theme song is. I just feel like you're. You're missing out on some great TV. It's probably true. But no, my like I had the cartoon stuff that I watched during the day, and then I had the Nick at Night stuff. So it was always, uh, you know, Gilligan's Island. It was Brady Bunch. It was I Dream of Jeannie, Bewitched, uh, F Troop. I didn't really watch F Troop. <laughs> oh, I F loved Troop. F Troop, and I loved the theme song for F Troop. Yeah, I didn't watch F Troop. I, I knew that it was on, but I think I drew a line at F Troop and Dobie Gillis. Oh, I used to watch that one, too. And I watched Happy Days, too. Loved Happy Days. Hey. What, wait. It's where the term jumping the shark came from. Mm-hmm. It is. Um, w- were you a house that wasn't allowed TV? Uh, we had full access to the TV. He's like, no, I just watch garbage. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's like, no, that's old stuff. I don't want to watch that. Why is this in black and white? Get this off my TV. Get this off my TV. (laughs) We didn't have color TV until I was like, what, nine? Come on. We, yeah, we had our share of black and white TVs too. Yeah. Our first was black and white for quite a while. One of those big set-top TVs. One of the kind that's like a furniture piece. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then Had the... the new TV goes on top of it when that one craps out. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> one for picture, one for sound. <laughs> yeah, it was weird when I was a kid. You'd see the thing in Technicolor, and you're like, why is it still black and white? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Batman, you know the theme song for that. da 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 Batman. <laughs> the X-Men cartoon theme song. Oh, yeah. That is the gold standard right there. Mm-hmm. No words, just electro mu- <laughs> uh, electronic music. Yeah, X-Men was also my life growing up. Because not only did I watch it on TV, but like my friends and I would get together and we would play as the X-Men. Yeah, yeah. Same. Who are you? I always wanted to be Storm, but they always made me Cyclops. Well, <laughs> is, is it the red hair? Maybe. <laughs> the glasses. Wait, did you have glasses then? Yes, you did. Glasses. I, got gla- I got glasses in fifth grade. 
Oh, you still didn't play in fifth grade? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh, I like the X-Men arcade game, too. Mm-hmm. Whenever I go to one of those uh, barcades, that's where you'll find me. It's there or the Simpsons one. Yep. Simpsons one's fun, yeah. Although or I did. Or the Ninja Turtle one. With Richard and Noel, I did go to um, one of the the barcades and we played the uh, Ninja Turtles, Turtles in Time Hell game from yes. start to finish. <laughs> yep. It took for freaking ever. <laughs> it does. Me, my wife, uh, my daughter, and her, my brother-in-law, and his daughter, we all played it taking turns. Because that, you're right, that thing took forever to beat. I'm like, how many quarters did I waste on this as a child? Exactly. <laughs> I think the last time I was at one of those places, I, I actually was playing two. One, I was spamming with the power. And the other, I was just, that was the one I, I fought with Wolverine and Storm. I would just hit a tornado every like couple seconds until she died and start over. Hmm. <laughs> but if we're, if we're going games and theme songs, then you have to throw Mortal Kombat in there. Oh, oh yeah. Because that, that's a classic. Definitely. That's such a good one. Oh, yeah. Mortal Kombat. Doo, 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 doo. Which was and not the original in... theme for that game. No, it wasn't. It became the theme, though. Yes, it did. Because that's what you think of. Well, maybe you say Mortal Kombat song. Mortal Kombat. Do, 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 do. I love I mean, that soundtrack. For yeah. The movie. <laughs> uh, video games also. I mean, Mario. That's gonna forever be stuck in my head. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you got to give mass- massive props back then to like Mario's and Zelda's and all that because they had something that you could listen to on loop continuously and not want to throw it out the window. <laughs> True. What are you talking about? No. I, <laughs> so frustrating. Ah! <laughs> Can't get through this level. Oh, yeah, exactly. But I mean, like, so you could listen to the music, though, and, like, it it didn't phase you. Because it was, yeah. like, just It that went good. with everything. I might want to, like, might want to throw the controller through the screen because I couldn't beat the level, but it was not because of the music. Or the zapper. Because of that damn dog. <laughs> We're going to say Keith? I was going to say, and with Mario too, uh, they had to have several theme songs because like when you went uh, underground in like a dungeon, the do 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 Yes. Mm-hmm. And then when you went in the water, the do 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 Yep. Like, so they had to have like all these different ones for different levels too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I love that. That underground do 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 do. And of course, yeah. you know. When you get the do 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 telling you you're about to die. Right. About to die. It's it's weird to me that this is it it evolved from those just like what 10, 15 notes to like giant orchestral pieces. Like you could go see Legend of Zelda Concert of the Goddess, and it's this huge um orchestral piece. Um there's one coming up in August in this area for Final Fantasy. Just hmm. uh, a uh, it moved from the small screen to to concert halls. That blows my mind. Yep. Yeah i I watched something. I think it was for the release of one of the new God of War games, and they had an orchestra there playing the God of War theme. That sounds freaking awesome with an orchestra playing it. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Plus, I love that game. <laughs> 
one of the most iconic things from Final Fantasy VII is the when you win uh, a battle, the da 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 da. You hear that everywhere now. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. I never really played Final Fantasy, but I knew exactly what you were singing. Yeah, I I didn't either growing up. I always wanted to, but I never got it. I never got into it. I came in late to Final Fantasy, and I've only played like one or two of them, and I don't even remember which ones they were. Wow. Keith, you played a lot of them. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, I played uh I probably played the most of Final Fantasy 7 and I put like it had a tracker on your save games, but it would only go to 99 99 99 and I probably put, you know, 400 500 hours into that game. Wow. Nice. Yeah, just leveling up, just there's it was open world, you could go do whatever you wanted to do anytime you wanted to do it. You could just sit there and level up for hours if you wanted. It was amazing. So one thing that scared me about those games or scared me off of those games eventually was that I'd never started out from the beginning. So I'm like, oh, this is Final Fantasy, you know, whatever. Like, I feel like it's too late for me to get into it. Is that true? No, they're all independent or or most. I'll say most of them are because last couple of years they've kind of connected some of them. But yeah, most of them are their own independent uh, game. So they have new characters, new themes. Um, They kind of sometimes carry... Uh, different bad guys over into different ones. But yeah, so it's mostly independent. So oh, what, dang. what always kept me away was that it was turn-based, but here we are playing a turn-based game. Right. <laughs> well, that's, I, I, to be honest, I, that's why I life liked final fantasy seven so much is because it was turn-based. And I now turn-based. with the, yeah. And with the new remake, it's not turn-based. And I almost at the beginning of that just didn't get that game because it wasn't turn-based. But I played through the whole thing, and it was actually super fun. So hmm. they did a good job. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what turned me around on turn-based was actually Pokemon, which was also an awesome theme song. Eh. <laughs> eh. Come on. <laughs> Who doesn't want to be the very best? <laughs> okay. I, 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 I am a weird kid because I liked Digimon. Digital monsters, Digimons are the champions. I was, I was, I fucks with Digimon too. Yeah, man, I like Digimon. <laughs> Gururumon and Megukabuterimon and yeah. just, I love them. Yeah, I'm, I'm still lost with a lot of like the Pokemon Digimon stuff. I, I never really got into it. The most that I know from Pokemon is because of Pokemon Go when that was a, you know, mm-hmm. when everybody yep. was playing it briefly. And that was the extent of my knowledge, basically. Yeah, like I basically, were... I would see something pop up, and I'd have to ask Philip, "What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> it's a yeah, squirtle, goddamn it! <laughs> <laughs> I knew what it was, but I'd never watched it growing up because I was a little, I was a little old for it. Yeah, but then, I'm like, why Pokemon... did the squirrel and the turtle do that? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> uh... No, I'm with you. I didn't. I was a little older for Pokemon as well. So I'm, I'm with I'm with Gary. I just know it from just a little bit of the exposure of Pokemon Go. And I think there was like the uh, the movie Pokemon with a little Pikachu that's mm-hmm. voiced by Ronald or uh, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was a pretty good movie. Detective yeah. Pikachu was good. I, I actually liked it. I actually yeah. just saw that like this past weekend. Was good. Um 
but I didn't get into Pokemon until my late 20s when uh, I found a Game Boy and it had Pokemon in it. Oh, that's lucky. Yeah. Sorry, kid. I stole your Game Boy. I was going to say he found it, quote unquote. <laughs> mm-hmm. He pushed the little kid down and took it. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Where my was, Game Boy go? It was in the lost and found for the requisite amount of time. But lost I lost a kid. That's true. Yoink. He, he counted to three. Nobody came over and got it. So he took it. I was like, or it's five second rule. It's good. It's gone. Finders keepers. Yeah. But with that, I was like, what? Okay. What is this all about? And I got into it. I was like, oh, okay. Okay. This is, I get it. Even with Pokemon go, I got into it and I'm still kind of play off and on now because I got to do it originally because my daughter and then just kept on. <laughs> you know, she's, old and i'm still playing (laughs) that's not very swag of you no no it's not apparently the new game that i need to learn is minecraft because my son wants me to play minecraft with him surprised he's not playing roblox he hasn't mentioned that one he's all about minecraft though yeah minecraft's fun I, i i love that game i I started playing that before my daughter, before we adopted her. And then when she came and we adopted her, it was like a cool bonding experience because she was like, oh, you play this. And then we started playing together. And yeah, it's it's a it's such a fun game. You can do so much. And now I'm playing Valheim, which is like Minecraft with Thor, basically. I was going to say, yeah, it's like the adult version of Minecraft. Yeah. Well, speaking of the adult version of Minecraft, we're playing Pathfinder. <laughs> yeah we are it's kind of similar i guess uh to minecraft <laughs> we're in a dungeon we are in a dungeon <laughs> well we just got done doing not quite a dungeon but you're you're in an armory so you're in a building dungeon-esque and now you dungeon light you know dungeon adjacent <laughs> you've slinked your way back to the the dyer's shop Oh, which uh, reminds me, I'm still a dire lion. I need to change. <laughs> well, you're in the shop to do it then. But uh, yeah, so last week you guys fought some whites. And for the most part, it went pretty well. Except for, you know, the critical on Chaubert. Yeah. And he got that was zapped. Evil touch. Mm-hmm. I also that I can't tell if that or me not thinking to say where all the white women at was my biggest failure in that episode. <laughs> oh, my. She was, right, she was right in front of you, man. And she touched your no, no square. <laughs> and it was a bad touch. Boy. And cue music for careless whisper. but uh yeah so now that you guys have slinked back to the dire shop and rested up a bit i think chaubert has a couple of fortitude saves he has to make for these levels that he's lost and there's nothing that 
that we can do for him, right? We've gone over this. Actually, I can. Oh. Dun, dun, ah. dun. Dun, dun, dun. One of my judgments is the judgment of purity, which will give him, uh, if I cast, you know, uh, if I share my judgment with him and cast that, then he will get plus two to all his saving throws. Oh. Oh, that's good. Mm-hmm. So I will, got- I will, I will do that then. Oh. Can I stack a guidance on top of that? Depends on what type of bonuses they are. Um, My, mine is a sacred bonus. Okay. How do you find out which what kind of bonus it is? It should say by guidance it gives a plus one such and such bonus. Mm, this creature gets a plus one competence bonus. Competence bonus. So they are two different types, so they do stack. Ooh. Uh-oh. We got you, Broham. Ooh, man, now I'm feeling a little more hopeful. Yeah, so, we can't have you with a noodle arm over there. Right? <laughs> Just all clumsy and through life. Wait, did you say noodle arm or nude alarm? See, I heard noodle arm. <laughs> I heard noodle arm, too. I was like, I'm dying to hear where this goes. <laughs> it's the job I'd have to take up because I couldn't adventure with you guys anymore. <laughs> I know. Die by the sword after dark. Grease me up and I... Slap you in the face to wake up and run out. (laughs) Cue Careless Whisper. There you go. (laughs) All right. Okay. So So what does that leave your your bonus at now with your all these pluses? Well, my fortitude is at a three. And so that's three from them. Right? So I'm I got six. one, and I got two. Yeah, three, six. So yeah. So total of six. Okay. Fortitude's so, not my strong suit, but. But with a with a plus six, this is this is doable. Yeah. All right. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. All right. So here's here's for the first level. All right. Oh, I rolled a nine. So that's a fourteen. That's a fail. <gasps> oh. That is a fail. Oh. Here, here's Wait, your nine, second. Nine Go. plus six is fifteen. Oh yeah, fifteen. That's true. It it's still a fail. Dang it! <laughs> oh, What's shit. the DC? You'll need to roll a ten on the die. <laughs> wow! Oh. Wow! All right. <laughs> you get the second one, right? Yeah, you get the second save. And that's a sixteen on the die. All right, so you only. Only one of those negative levels is permanent. All right. But now you are effectively seventh level, while everybody Uh-oh. else is eighth. Sorry, guys. I'm a real piece of shit, <laughs> and I deserve this. Ah, it's because you didn't sing the song. <laughs> uh. right. And there's nothing we can do. Nope. Now that. Mm-hmm. Now that he has failed the save after 24 hours, it has become permanent. So what did you lose on that? Oh, man. Um, let's see. I think I lost my cool... What is it called? Where I can make a attack, a sneak attack with, a, with just moving the more than however many feet. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah. The skirmisher. Yeah. So I have a question. Mm-hmm. Does he have to 
how many XP does he have to? Does he start back from zero? I mean, how does that work? It's kind of weird with that. It's it's not like your XP actually dropped. It's in a weird kind of spot. You're just one level back. Yeah. So you'll so when we go to the next level, he will go to his next level, which is. But I mean, that also means that the gap is bigger. He's got a bigger gap between points, right? He effectively his number is still the same. It's just his level is lower, so he'll level up at the same rate that you guys do. Which gets farther and farther apart the higher we go. You. Oh, I see what you're saying, Philip. You warned us. You told us that was bad news, and it is. It's like nobody ever listens to me. Oh, we listened, but he just got a critical. Right? That's what happened, right? Yeah. Yes. Criticals suck. When you when it's not your critical, it's someone else's. <laughs> yeah, y'all y'all are all excited about criticals when you get the critical, but when I get the critical, y'all don't like it. That's called being fair. <laughs> Fine. Every time you get a critical, I'll cheer. Yay. <laughs> we need a theme song for our criticals. That's true, we do. We do. I agree. Somebody get on that. <laughs> do, 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 do. No, sorry. <laughs> I went Mario Picard again. Okay. <laughs> Still Agatha all along for me. It was critical all along. Nah. No. I feel like we need some shredding guitar. <laughs> critical! <laughs> a death metal critical? Yeah. Oh, yeah, some like. Critical! <laughs> that just made me think of the Wayne's World theme song. <laughs> Wayne's World! Time. Wayne's World! <laughs> <laughs> critical! Natural 20! <laughs> That's funny. All right. So while you guys are here resting up, uh, Chaubert feeling a little better, but not, you know, back to his full strength. He realizes that this is probably some permanent weakness that he will get from his encounter with that white. But as you guys are Standing here, Cabal notices something appear in his hand. Oh my god, what is it? You turn it over and look at it. It's a harrow card. No! What the? You got a harrow card? From whom and how? He sees the trumpet. Ooh! (laughs) Speaking of theme songs. Which is... (laughs) a shields card the shields card is constitution based Uh, you can spend a shields card on your turn to gain an additional standard or move action so it's like haste for that nice let's write that down Uh, you got this card because of how well you handled the situation with the whites Uh, you're ready with your judgments and your spells and everything to basically you made that combat a lot easier than it could have been. Well, well thank you so much. 
can imagine all of us like one one or two levels down that would be terrible horrible (laughs) two levels and i can't change (laughs) so yes so for that phrasma has granted you the trumpet card which is kind of fitting actually the trumpet is the lawful good card of constitution it represents an archon who dives aggressively and righteously into danger. Very cool. I completely forgot I have this card. We can try and and help heal you again. Which card do you have? It's it's the empty throne. The empty throne. It's one of the crown's cards that we got from Phrasma. Alright. So it looks like with the crowns card you can use that to re-roll a d20 you do have to take the second result even if it is worse oh so Chaubert is very touched and he's he doesn't he doesn't quite know how to thank you just for even giving him the chance to escape this so, all so right. he's gonna, yeah Renly's gonna give you the card and he's gonna cast guidance alright oh man Get a 20. And you still have your judgment from Cabal, so. Alright. Yeah, if I get a 20, do I get <laughs> extra levels? No. <laughs> oh, God, I got a 9 again. <laughs> no! I got the exact same thing. Destiny. It was meant to be. Well, the card evaporates in light, and you hear a ha ha. <laughs> Better luck next time. If it was a Yoda card? <laughs> no, if it was Yoda, it would be... Better luck hmm, next time. <laughs> so. It was a nice try to redo it, but this is where you you realize that Phrasma is very gray. She granted one success and one fail. Spirally bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, she just doesn't want y'all to become too overpowered. Yeah. She's got to work for it. She watched the last battle and she was like, that was way too easy for them. Mm-hmm. She had Dwarfy over by her side saying, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. <laughs> he was he was urging her to get all the whites to come to me. Yeah. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, not that one. That one. <laughs> The one with the bow. Not that one. (laughs) Should have been more specific. (laughs) The tall one that doesn't look human that's using a bow. Thank you for the using the bow, says the cat folk. (laughs) (laughs) So, what is the plan now? I mean, all we can do is rest and and gear up for this, you know, upcoming battle that we're going to have to do. We need a plan. Yeah, and I'll still have some of my dex damage too if we're going to rest I might as well go ahead and change back to a dire lion I don't need to be at this size right now change back to a dire lion? no uh, go back I'm right now I'm still at the dire lion oh oh, okay yeah, it is kind of getting cramped in here because you're so big <laughs> and <Tree>. that smell <laughs> <laughs> The big kitty smell. What are you talking about? <laughs> that big kitty energy. Yeah, <laughs> it takes big old kitty dumps. 
Oh. <laughs> Kitty go outside. <laughs> Diego's now an outdoor cat. They're going to blow our cover because there's just huge turds outside. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice air balls. <laughs> <laughs> Why does your monk do that? He has hair balls. <laughs> he has what? <laughs> He's, he has what? <laughs> hair ball. This episode is sponsored by Manscaped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Don't let your cat folk do this. <laughs> so, are you going to jump right into the combat with the army of the undead? Because you know that the the only things really left to do is to basically march through that amassing army of the undead and make your way into Feldgrout Tower. We need a plan, because that's a lot of undead. You do know that Roderick and Victor and the Prince's Wolves will help you out as much as they can. But it's got to be... There are so many of these undead creatures out here that you're going to have to fight quite a, quite a few of them. Well, okay, so the scenario is, how far away are we currently from the tower? You're probably... A few hundred feet. You've got, I mean, you've got the town square that this army is basically standing rank and file in. And then just on the other side of that is the steps to the Feldgrau Tower. I mean, I can increase my size and try and plow through and you guys can get through. But at some point, they'll probably take me down. <laughs> Just looking like a rhino, just charging. <laughs> Call you Rocksteady? <laughs> rhino Rocksteady, yeah, ready to go. I can't remember if it was Bebop or Rocksteady that was the rhino. <laughs> that was Rocksteady. Bebop yeah, was yeah, Rocksteady. Okay, I thought, I thought so. I just wanted to check with you guys. I'm still curious why we only got a partial heart. Why do you think? Someone else has part of it. I mean, did they ha they do halfsies? Right? I was wondering why they would split it up. <laughs> you get a heart, and you get a heart. You so. take half this heart back to your house. I'm going to call you. <laughs> if, if, you save. if you inspect it closer, the heart that we have says best on it, so I'm sure the other one says friend. <laughs> Our powers combined. <laughs> so what do we... I mean, are we going to give them the heart, the prince's wolves? Are we going to put it in a box somewhere? Do we keep it in a po in our pocket? What's in the box? What's, What's the in the box? What's in the box? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know if we want to give it to them because if they want to take over, they can. You know. So I don't know. I don't know if we should do that. Yeah, I don't think so either. I uh, don't even know if we should let them know that we have it yet. Well, I guess they probably assume we do. I mean, we can drop it in the bag of holding. I just, like, wrap it up in some rags or something. Otherwise, it's going to get messy in there. Get heart pulling out all over the place. Yeah, yeah. pulling out stuff like, oh, gross. <laughs> Who put this heart in here? Uh. Does it smell like heart to you? <laughs> like the band or? <laughs> Valentine's Day. 
hurt you. <laughs> so do you have a picture for us to kind of see where, like kind of where the situation at the moment? I don't really have one with like the things amassing, but I can take you back to the map of the whole town. Okay, okay. yeah, that would help. That'd be perfect. Because then we can strategize locations and kind of our approach. What building are we going to be? Are we in now? Was it five? Yeah, you're in five. Do we know where where the Princess Wolves and Roderick and them are set up? Uh, you're not sure because they've been kind of scouting the whole area surrounding, uh, trying okay. to take out the, the rest of the Demon Wolves. Okay. That looks hideous. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Even more so now. That's where the army is. Okay. That's a large area. It's a large army. Do we have any, like... Can you turn us invisible? Bowling balls? I can turn us invisible, yeah, but it'd be a lot of spells to use. So the spells that I have that I can use on you guys... Uh, I have one spell of enlarge person. Uh, I got a pearl of power, so I can do it on two people if somebody else wants to be large. Grease. Um, okay, so I do have the wand of acid. Diego will offer it to say, perhaps this will help one of you. Well, Who if, wants uh, it? I'll, I'll take it if nobody wants it. Yeah, I can't. I can't use it. I don't have used magic device. How many charges does it have? Thirty-four. And the good thing is, if you fail the roll, you don't lose the charge. That's good. Just don't roll you a just one. Just lose your turn. <laughs> what happens if you roll a one? It potentially backfires. Oh no! Acid arrow to the heart. <laughs> All right. So, do we surround and attack? Do we? Do we do the the dire lion charge and then follow him in? Try to do a wedge. I think the wedge would be better because if if this is true to life, each of those squares is like twenty feet, right? Mm-hmm. So that's a. I don't think it'd help us to split up like that. Actually, forty feet per square. Yeah. Now, this yeah, this is a true. this is a massive army. Because uh, it's been this big communal burial pit in the center of town that they're just raising all of these bodies from. And can we tell what kind of undead are they? Like, are they like to know how to like what best way to fight them? The primary things that you've seen have been skeletons. Okay, so Chabert needs a bashing weapon. Diego uses bashing anyway, so he's good with that. I mean, I've got an extra hammer. Uh, I don't think I can use something like that. I need a simple weapon, I think, to have my full bonus and my... Yeah. Yeah, I've got two hammers, a chakram, and a longsword. Yeah. Uh, With losing a level, my bonus is down even a little bit more than it normally would be, so I don't want to... If I... If I do the hammer, I think I'd be in trouble. But if I use, like, a club... (laughs) 
Let's pop now, a table leg off. I think Diego is going to suggest the wedge. The wedge offensive. See if that works. Do they even wear underwear? <laughs> Can I give a skeleton a wedgie? No. <laughs> Nobody's got a boner. <laughs> so I think I know what I want to do then. So I'm going to give you all mighty cleaving. Not mighty cleavage. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it uh, allows the user to use uh, the wielder to use the cleave feet to make one additional attack. If the first attack hits, as long okay. as the next foe is adjacent to the first and also within reach, the additional attack cannot be against the first foe. Oh, okay. Uh, does it have to be with a weapon? And if so, would my fists qualify? The, yeah, the thing that says cleave, and I'm, I don't really cleave, I bludgeon. So does it work with non-slashing, I guess is the question. Or does it, it, it may not specify what type of damage. For this, it doesn't, as a standard action, make a single attack at your full base attack bonus against a foe within reach. If you hit, deal damage normally, and you can make an additional attack using your full base attack bonus against a foe that is adjacent to the first and also within reach. So you get plus one and mighty cleaving. This is only for uh, melee, I think. Take a minus two to the AC. Yeah, anytime you use cleave, because basically you're focusing more on hitting more people, that you leave yourself open. Okay, so I'm okay with doing that while I'm large, because I get a plus four on my AC from being large. So I have another question. Would that stack with haste? Haste gives you an extra attack. Cleave, you can do one extra attack to somebody adjacent per round. If you hit, yes. But you can only cleave with one of those. And if you do cleave, you do have that minus two AC. And the, these are skeletons, so they don't have a lot of... of uh, What's it called? HP. And to answer your question, yes, you can cleave with any type of weapon, including your fists. Yay! I think cleave has to be melee. Attack. It's a melee attack. If you hit. So I can uh, hit with my first attack and then I hit again with my hasted attack. Can I cleave with that second one? Yes. Okay. Doesn't work on ranged weapons. Wah, wah. It's okay. I'm usually close anyway. I could use Dwarfy's hammer with the bonuses that it has. It won't affect me too much. Or or my not being proficient with it won't be too effective. So what I imagine is that we sneak up on them. I like it. Probably right around here. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to start whisper singing so as I could... Uh, fly up to get as close as I can and then drop down and hit them with the spell Thundering Drums. It is a cone-shaped burst um, that will maybe hurt some, maybe knock some prone. Um, when I do 
that, uh, yeah, <laughs> y'all can come up and we can start fighting. Sounds good. Then I will give you that plus two silver warhammer. Are you sure? But that means I have to use the the other hammer. All right. So now we're now we're hashing out our plan. So then, yeah, after that, after you land, you do your thing. Then we come in and we start attacking. You should if you do it right. Uh, my first action has to be for me growing. So. But you can do that before yes. you get there, don't you? Can't you? I can. Yeah, my stealth will suck, but that's okay. Oh. They may see us coming. But, I mean, you can use your surprise round to grow. Grow. Embiggen yourself. Make my monster grow. (laughs) (laughs) That that sounds so dirty now. (laughs) (laughs) This is going to be, I mean we're, we're trying to hit a surprise round so I think we'll all be able to get a hit in right so as, as we're sitting around um, Renly is going to suggest so we need to get as close as we can without them noticing us and as soon as, I, uh, as we can get that close what I'm going to do is I'm going to turn into Carrie and I'm going to fly very high in the air so they can't see me coming uh, and I am going to do uh, an attack from above. Once I hit, that's your cue to attack. Okay. That sounds reasonable. The I will have to delay my growth to the dire lion <laughs> until that point, so they don't. So they're not. So they don't see us coming. That's a good plan. What is? When you hit the ground, what is your what is your attack? What are you going to be doing? Is it's a, it's a simple spell, and and you'll be able to hear it from from where you'll be able to hear it. Hopefully, it'll take some of them out. Maybe knock some a few. Uh, maybe knock a few down. My only worry is I don't have a good weapon that against these these skeletons. I when we fight them, you know, it. I'm mean, not a lot of. Uh, it'd be better if I had a. a a club or something, some sort, of, some sort of bludgeoning weapon, something to really do some damage to these guys. I know you're not proficient, but I do have Dwarfy's hammer. I, that would that would do the trick, but I don't know if I'm worthy to wield such a such a weapon. It's really not about the weapon, it's about the wielder. But it's it's Dwarfy's hammer, and I I don't know if those are some pretty big slash small, small. shoes. <laughs> <laughs> Cabal says small. <laughs> and I, I think that you, you, you will do this weapon justice. That is true. So Shamir takes the weapon. And he just kind of looks at it, just like. <laughs> he just looks at it appreciatively and just kind of gets a little bit of, gets a, a little bit of a tear in his eye, just like, "Dwarf me." So Cabal, so Cabal grabs the group, and ev- and everybody tells everybody to grab hands, because he wants to say a prayer. Say a little prayer for you. 
So he's going to pray to uh, for Asma to give us strength for this battle to kill this dead army. And with that prayer, um, we all get plus one to our attack rolls, weapon damage, saves, and skill checks. And all our foes get negative one penalties for these rolls. Which, speaking of, how is Cabal feeling, considering like this is basically leading up to what his vision was right yeah he's that's why he's casting this because he's very afraid that the premonition he saw is going to come true in this battle so he's trying to do everything he can to make sure that doesn't happen or change the prophecy hopefully (laughs) if not you're all dead oh no (laughs) or just hope that little owl flies around and grants you life right that's right. I do have that card, so we'll see. We'll see if it activates this this battle. May the odds be ever in your favor. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Cabal says the prayer, and everybody feels hyped up. It's like a like the hype song before you go out and play a football game. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. playing some jock jams. That's right. Everybody's <laughs> pumped. <laughs> and uh, and then uh, if y'all are ready, we can head out. Are we ready? Are we rested? Do we have all of our hit points? Let's do Begin it. Sneaking. All right. So if you guys are sneaking, go ahead and make your stealth checks. 37. All right. Cabal also got a 20. 15. <laughs> the cat, oddly enough, not the stealthiest. <laughs> Rats! <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I didn't know there was a collar on. <laughs> it's just because the ground is kind of wet, so you, every time, every step you take, you have to shake your paw out. And it kind of yeah, flings mud everywhere. <laughs> yes. So as you make your way through this alleyway, in the dark approaching this town square the amount of undead amassed here is even more than you could have imagined you see skeletons zombies you know all sorts of undead corpses standing rank and file as if they're awaiting orders to march out Carrie, you wanted to... Well, Renly, you wanted to turn in to carry the one and fly up? Yeah, so what we're going to do is I'm just going to nod. We stop talking. going to nod, and I'm going to cast a couple spells before I go. I'm going to cast Message in case we get split up. I'm going to cast Mirror Image so that I got a little bit of a buff on me. That is... Not a lot. So we got three on the die plus one. That's four. So there are... I mean, there are four images, or there are four total. Four total. Uh, Yeah. And then I'm going to softly start singing a song. Let the bodies in the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, louder and louder. And then... uh, 
Nope. And then I go up into the sky. Oof, that's a lot. Okay. As you fly up over this area, you see a small contingent of this army, rank and file, numbering 48 skeletons. And as you fly over them in the center, you see two cultists as if waiting to give orders to these undead, raising more, adding buffs to others. As you see all this, Cabal, you feel suddenly strengthened as you see this owl from your vision fly above you, shimmering in this like iridescent green light. And as you see the owl and this undead army will prepare for battle next week. <laughs> My owl friend come to save me.